Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast hosted by the Guelph Family Health Study. If you're interested in the most recent research and helpful tips for a healthy, balanced living for you and your family, then this podcast is for you. In each episode, we'll bring you topics that are important to your growing family and guests who will share their expertise and experience with you. Our quick tips will help your family build healthy habits for a happy home. Welcome to the Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast. I'm Lisa Tang. I'm a registered dietitian and PhD student at the University of Guelph. And I'm Sabrina Douglas, a PhD student at the University of Guelph. And this season, we have a lot of exciting topics and guests that will be providing their tips, hints, and expertise to help your family establish healthy habits and routines that make life a little more balanced. If your family is anything like mine, COVID-19 has thrown a wrench into some of those healthy established routines and habits that we've already created. So this season, we will also be speaking with moms and dads of young families to see how they're handling the pandemic, how their routines have changed, and what they've done to adapt to these unique circumstances. They say it takes a village. So we're bringing that village to you through the Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast. This week on the podcast, we have Angela Wallace, and you'll probably remember Angela from season two of the podcast where she was one of the co-hosts. So welcome back, Angela. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, of course. So why don't we just start off with you reminding the listeners a bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a registered dietitian. I am also a personal trainer and I have some history. I'm just finishing up my maternity leave working with the Guelph Family Health Study um, as a health educator and helping to manage the family food skills study. Alongside with that, I also run a, a private practice where I work mainly with women and children. Thanks so much, Angela, for sharing all that about yourself. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your approach to nutrition and health in your own life and practice? And maybe a little bit about how that's changed since you've become a mom. Sure. Yeah, those are great questions. So I come from, at least from the nutrition perspective of really trying to promote balanced healthy eating. And when I say balance, it's going to look different from family to family or individual to individual. But in general, just really trying to focus on eating foods that feel good for your body, you know, 80 to 90% of the time, and then the other 10 to 20% is called life. So you're going to enjoy, you know, whatever your ice cream with kids or your birthday cake or whatever it is that uh, gives you some pleasure in eating. So I definitely come from from that approach. Um, In my personal life, and as well as working with clients, I do like to promote plant based eating. And that doesn't mean being completely vegetarian or vegan, but trying to incorporate more of those meals into your routine. just because I think there's a lot of strong health-related research to support it, but also um, environmental reasons. So not necessarily saying no meat, I actually eat meat myself, um, but just working as a family to incorporate more plant-based meals into our routine. So that's a little bit about my 
my approach to nutrition in general, but it changes depending on the family I'm working with. And then how it's changed being a mom. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a funny question because I think my philosophies around eating are still there. I think executing them or putting them into practice becomes a little more challenging when you're a mom and you're tired and you're trying to juggle um, a million things. Actually, just this week, I like discovered that I thought I was like this amazing multitasker and I'm not. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm like, I need to stop trying to multitask. It's not doing me any favors. Yeah. So I think that becomes challenging. Like my little guy is not even one. So trying to, you know, cook a meal, um, if, if my partner's not home and, you know, having him in, in some way, like he's into everything. So just trying to like do anything can be challenging right now. <laughs> it's totally challenging because you're afraid that you're going to spill the water off the stove or something yeah. or going to be off goodness knows where like but well he's cold. like crawling up the stove and then I'm you know there's boiling water on top so it it's interesting I do even though he's young I um again I'm a, a big promoter with getting like having kids involved in mealtime so I at least try to like talk about what I'm doing if he's just sitting there watching me as like silly as I sound sometimes I'm like I'm cutting the zucchini and this is a zucchini like but I mean hopefully it, uh, it's doing something for him. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, and considering we're all living through this crazy pandemic right now, um, what have been some of your biggest challenges during this time? Oh, I think it's, um, it's shifting a little. It's like everything, things become like your new normal. You know, you, you kind of adapt to whatever situation you're in. So I feel like, um, asking me this now I'm feeling like I have more of a, a routine going in the beginning I felt like I could not uh, function very well in the beginning there was a lot of fear around the unknown for me I have all these like mom hormones still going on so I'm like I need to protect my baby we can't see anyone so it's like very um isolating but now you know we are seeing some immediate family and the weather's nice so you're outdoors more so I think um, I'm feeling better about it in general and it's nice to even be able to have meals together um, with some family outside and you know do things that way so feeling better than I was I don't know yeah. how everyone how the other, how the listeners were feeling but I think in the beginning it was just all so scary it's like what's happening how long are we going to be lo in lockdown and all of that yeah for sure um thank you for sharing that you're not the first person to bring up routine several we've talked about the pandemic with a, a few other moms and everyone has brought up routines and how they've had to change them over the past few months and now it kind of feels like everyone is in this weird new normal where they're able to start some kind of uh, routine that works for them. Mm -hmm. It's definitely been challenging. I know for my own family as well, just kind of discovering what that routine kind of looked like and, and having a few errors and mistakes and <laughs> falling down a few times before, before we found something that kind of worked for us. And again, you know, that might change as we move forward in this pandemic and as we move forward in the year and switching seasons, you know, from summer to winter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for sure once fall hits, um, 
it'll be a, another change, just like another adjustment. Like right now, I, I just find when the weather is nice and warm, things are easier <laughs> for, for whatever reason, or there's just that vibe uh, of being a little more relaxed and, and summery. Um, and then, you know, there's back to school in the fall and that'll be a whole other thing for some parents. Right. And so in the spirit of like shifting our, our way of life, uh, you've shifted your business from in-person to, to online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that just for anybody who's listening, that's kind of wondering about what that might look like. Can you tell us what it's been like shifting your business? And maybe um, if you've heard back from any of your clients, like on, on what their experience of, of being online was. Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I was in a fortunate place in the sense that I was on maternity leave. So I didn't feel like I had any rush to get back into things. But now I'm kind of coming off that. So I've slowly been um, transferring things online. So I'll start with like the, I guess the personal training fitness side. But that to me was the most challenging because I don't know, I'm used to in, you know, in person fitness classes and personal training where you can see the body in front of you, um, where you can make hands on adjustments or corrections or verbally cue people to get them into better form. Um, So I started with a friend and colleague of mine, she's a yoga teacher, we started running yoga and Pilates online classes. And at first it was a little weird. I'm like, you know, you're kind of like talking to your your camera and you see yourself. And then some people keep their videos on. So you see their bodies, um, which is neat, but it, it still felt um, a little different, but I kind of enjoyed it. Like we started it um, while we were in lockdown mode. So it actually felt like a really nice way to connect to people and kind of have like some normalcy in our days. Mm-hmm. And then feedback wise from from that side of things is I think I mean there's a mix there's some people who definitely want to get back into in-person fitness training and then there's some people who like the flexibility of being in their home like you can just jump on your computer get in a workout and you're not leaving your house you're not going anywhere and I think that's very appealing to the busy parent who, you know, it, it becomes um, another task to do to, to leave and then come back and all of that. Um, so I know for myself, I'm actually personally really enjoying it as well. Um, so that was probably the biggest shift from a nutrition perspective. A lot of what um, I do is just talking with someone. So I think this pandemic has shifted the way that my business might run um, in, in the near future anyway, where, you know, a lot of people just feel more comfortable virtually because there really is, um, most of the time for, for at least the clients I see, there's no real reason for them to be in person unless they want that in-person experience. So, um, I think for nutrition, it, it worked quite well. And of course, I think we're all becoming more familiar with zoom meetings and all of that. And, there's glitches and technical difficulties and all of that fun stuff that happens. But um, for the most part, I think it's been a, a good transition and something to help reduce risk of spreading anything. For sure. Do you have any strategies that you found useful while working from home while also having a baby at home? 
Oh gosh, I wish I had more That's strategies to share. That's a loaded question, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it is. Um, if anyone has strategies for me, oh. <laughs> I will take them. At first, I was trying to plan things around his naps. And like that just made everyone miserable because you know, sometimes naps don't work out. And then you're like, I was doing something and, you know, and you get frustrated. So um, I think the big game changer for me was having my family support, which I know is not available to everyone. But realistically, it's very hard to work with an infant or toddler. Like that comes back to my talk about multitasking. Like I'd be trying to send emails or do something or, you know, I don't know, create a poster or something. And then there's like my baby getting into things in the back. Like, it's just very difficult. So, okay. This is what I've found has been working for me. I make a list each morning of like what I need to accomplish that day. And then I pick, like my times to do it. So sometimes it's when I have support around, whether my mom or a sister come by or if my husband's home or whatever the case is, or maybe it's a nap time, but I pick my moments and then I'm just really trying to focus on being present on the task that I'm doing instead of multitasking. So I think my biggest thing is make a list, try not to multitask because it inevitably just it doesn't work. Um, and then, (laughs) and then trying to get support where you can. So for some parents who are listening, maybe, you know, your children are a bit older and you can ask for, you know, mom or dad or whoever needs, uh, you know, 20 minutes of quiet time. And I, you, I feel like you can ask that of children who are a little bit older or like for yourself, Lisa, where, you know, maybe one child is at least a little bit older and can entertain the others. Yes. <laughs> I does do that, that too much, does, I think. Does that work? <laughs> it does sometimes. I mean, I think I probably have 55 minutes before a fight happens, but I, I, I'm usually like, I I almost find maybe I depend on Marino a bit too much, like read to your sister or do something, but it does, it does get a little bit easier that way. Yeah. So that, and that's what I mean. Like you kind of know how much time you might have. So even with my little guy, I know he might play with his blocks and sit there for like 15 minutes and I'm trying to make those 15 minutes productive. So if I have like a list or some type of plan for my day of what I need to get done, that tends to be helpful. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of making a list and then just trying to check it off throughout the day and not have like a set time to accomplish something, you know? Yeah, it, I found that was big for me. And I literally just started like a week ago because I'm coming off maternity and just I'm not as organized as I used to be before that. So it's just like, I need to make a list. I need to have something there. And then I need to focus on the one task and then cross it off instead of going back and forth between them all, all day, you know? Yeah. And so now when you guys are together as a family, we call it quarantivity. But (laughs) what, what has your family been doing or, or, you know, what's maybe your favorite quarantine activity, quarantivity, if I may. I love that. Um, So this is in the home activity then. It could be, or it could be like 
yeah, I, I guess in let's let's start with an in the home activity. Yeah, sure. So in the home, again, I have a small guy, so it's a lot of we play with balls. Um, we kind of do like exercise as a family. I mean, he's not really exercising, but crawling around. So I guess that's his exercise. But we have like a little gym space, so we tend to go in there. Um, and then, yeah, lots of like playing with balls, water tables. We like to play in the back a lot, you know, different sensory type of activities, mainly for, for my little guy. And then we watch <laughs> and, and engage with him. Um, and then I think a lot of people, at least from uh, calls I've been having with clients, um, a lot of people are cooking at home more. So there's definitely that as an activity, like trying new recipes and just making meals at home more so you mentioned that you cook a lot of plant-based meals what's your favorite plant-based meal to make Ooh. okay so late I have a lot but lately um I've been making like it's like a chickpea burger so it's almost like falafel but not really um and I just really like burgers in the summer because I feel like you can add a lot of fresh toppings and they're, it's just so easy to make. Um, so these like chickpea patties, honestly, you like put all the ingredients in a food processor and then you just form the patty and that's it. And it's really easy. Um, so we've been having a lot of that. And then um, I've been making just a lot of things with zucchini because there's a lot coming out of the garden. Yeah, <laughs> zucchinis are... <laughs> abundant <laughs> sure i love zucchini my 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 pies on here <laughs> yeah lo lots of zucchini dishes awesome yeah so angela what strategies do you use to fit in physical activity among the demands of actually working and uh, having a very young child how do you find activity for yourself as a mom yeah um it becomes tricky uh, for any parent who's listening, mom or dad, sometimes there's like the guilt related to taking your own time. And that has been something that I've personally been struggling with because there's so many demands of like my time being used otherwise, like, oh, I'm trying to clean up a bit or I'm making dinner or I'm, you know, seeing a client online. And so I'm being pulled away from family time sometimes for those things but that's really not personal time <laughs> you know me seeing a client or cooking dinner um yes I'm not directly playing with my baby but I'm it's not like my my own me time right so fitting it in is super challenging I try to be very realistic so prior to having a baby I honestly could work out four or five times a week for an hour and I had the time to do it. And it was great. Now I don't, I don't really. So one thing that I do is I try to incorporate my own activity with my little guy. So we go on walks, like this is something it's nice weather, it works for us, I'm getting in some activity, he gets to look around and, you know, see the trees and the animals and all that. So it's a way to get an activity. Um, the other thing I do is I try to keep it smaller so you know what the hour workout usually doesn't work and it and, and if it does it 
at least for me more real realistically is it's going to be like once a week that I might be able to or twice if I'm really lucky um to fit in an hour like online class or something and it's definitely doable I'm not saying it's not um but I find that's what's realistic like if I can commit once a week to an hour class that I enjoy that's that's wonderful if not it's like the walking and smaller workouts right so things where if if my little guy is around I can do like a 20 minute thing and he can be playing and interacting and it's not you know he's not gonna have a meltdown if I'm doing like a, t- a 20 minute workout hopefully not anyways or I can you know Uh, I'm thinking of scenarios in my own house like my husband could potentially start giving him dinner and I'll do my like 20-30 minutes and then join in so we find ways and there has to be like a give and take Um, I mean it's much harder if you're a single parent for sure Um, that's where I think having activities where your kids can be involved is helpful um or it's like that before they wake up or after they go to bed is also a time I find personally for myself um I want as much sleep as possible so I don't (laughs) want to wake up early yet that might change as my little guy gets older and then I find by the evening I'm just too like I'm too drained um I might in the evening once he goes to bed Uh, participate in an hour like sometimes I've done like a yoga class or a yoga meditation that's more calming but I don't feel um, like I have at that point enough energy to do like a vigorous workout Mm. yeah I don't know how how do you incorporate it Lisa oh goodness well two things you you um, said rang true for me the first is the guilt about Mm -hmm. taking the time for yourself And I think for me, that guilt has gone away as my children get a little bit older because I realized, and I probably should have realized this earlier, and I'm still, of course, working on it, but understanding that I'm actually a better mom. If I do take some time for myself, I have more patience. I can kind of dedicate more of that time to them because I'm also not a very good multitasker. I kind of need to focus on one thing at a time. Um... And the other thing, too, is I uh, also did what you're doing, uh, which is uh, kind of aim for smaller increments. I can't do an hour uh, right now. And and it is getting better in that um, every year that my kids get older, they get a bit more independent. And then I get slightly more independent time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, keeping it to, like you said, 20 minutes or 15 minutes um, has been has been really helpful for me uh and then also not feeling guilty that I took that 20 minutes um, myself yeah that's huge and just like you said I I definitely feel like I'm a much better parent when I've taken that time I think it's important to listen to yourself and know when you need that like sometimes in the hustle and bustle like things get busy and then you know, next thing you know, three, four days have gone by and you haven't really had that time to yourself. And I've gotten better at even just saying, you know what, I need to go for a walk by myself for 15 minutes. Like I need to step away for 15 minutes and get some movement in and just clear my head and be alone. (laughs) Right. And you know what, that alone time might mean different things for different people. Exactly. Yeah, we're talking about physical activity, but sometimes that 15 minutes is me finishing my cup of coffee while it's warm. 
Yes. And, <laughs> you know, and my kids have learned that if you ask me a question before I finish the end of my coffee, I used to say the answer is always no. So then they started asking the questions in the negative. Mom, can I not do this? And then, <laughs> so now the, now the answer is, if you don't let me finish my cup of coffee in the morning, the answer is the opposite of what you want it to be. Yeah, <laughs> good. That's good parenting, but I definitely <laughs> uh, have found that that's been helpful with the kids a little bit. Just to say, you know, I need a little bit of time too. But of course, my kids are also a bit older in that they understand that. So, yeah, it's definitely more challenge. Like, you know, a, a baby doesn't understand mommy needs her time, but just taking yeah. it where you can, whether that is taking a hot shower alone maybe yeah. before your baby goes down for the night like you just want that time to yourself right so that's really great well thank you so much for sharing that with us angela no problem and where can everybody find you online um so if anyone is on instagram i have an account eat right underscore rd and i share recipes and just a whole bunch of family and woman nutrition and fitness related things um, my website is eatrightfeelright.ca and there's just a bunch more on there Great. We'll definitely link those in the show notes. And thanks again, Angela, for coming on the podcast. And we hope you have a good rest of your summer. And hopefully, eventually, we can catch up again in person. Yeah, that would be nice. Thanks Thank for having you. me.